have to sort this out on my own. Without the council. And without you. Sounded like a Bible story. Yoda and <laughs> Luke the burning at the tree. burning tree. <laughs> it's it's like the parable. gospel of Yoda. <laughs> I mean, it, it made me, like, I was so tempted to say a burning man. Hello and welcome to our new style of podcast. Uh, this is no longer the Bantha Potter, um, but we are the Yavin 3. So my name is Mitch. And I'm Dave. And I'm Andrew. And like Mitch said, bye bye Bantha. We're, we're getting rid of the Bantha. Uh, rest in peace to all Bantha and Bantha lovers out there. Mm. Uh, we are, we just, we had to grow beyond because I don't know, we are what we grow beyond, right? Right, Dave? Exactly. We're so fast growing that we already had to rebrand. We are what we, we had grow to rebrand. Beyond. Yeah. I like so, it. We are what we grow beyond. <laughs> so, like Mitch said, we are the Yavin 3. Uh, we're three guys who love Star Wars and want to talk about Star Wars, but we also are recognize that there are there are hardcore fans out there and there are also average fans out there and there are a lot mm. of podcasts for the hardcore fans, but there are not a lot of podcasts for just the everyday average star wars fan and that's what we want to be we want to just talk about fun star wars things and not get into like crazy debates or trashing things or also just going way too hard on loving certain things but we will we'll we'll love many things like uh, wedge like wedge and Ah- ahsoka you'll learn and ben uh we've got some love here but and thrawn but again like i said we're the yavin three we're going to start a bit of a new... If you listen to our past uh, season and a couple episodes, uh, we've kind of been all over the place with what we're doing. We're still trying to figure out who we are and what we want to be. Um, that's deep. Uh, <clears throat> we have figured out who we want to be, at least for this next little bit here. And uh, basically, we're going to be doing a little bit more segment-style episodes. Um, where We're hoping to have at least three segments per episode. Today... Uh, our main bit is going to be about quotes, Star Wars quotes, and Dave will explain kind of what that will be like uh, when we get into that. Um, but other than Quotable that, we want to talk about what we're what we're uh, currently consuming in Star Wars. We want to do some fun debates and some fun hot takes. Uh, basically, we, we want to make this more of like a show, not necessarily just a conversation with three guys for 45 minutes. Um, put a little bit more effort into it and uh, have some fun as well. And yeah, that's our that's our new thing. Uh, you'll probably notice that we'll we'll uh, all our old episodes will still say Bantha Potter on them. The new ones from now on will say the Yavin Three. Might get a little bit confusing, but hopefully we can all figure it out. Uh, this is a bit of a transition phase for now, but yep. uh, we're gonna figure it out, and we're excited to have uh, all you listeners along with us on this little change. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're terribly excited for our new opportunities, um, as we are all. Uh, we love Star Wars, but we're all very busy people. So we have kind of figured out that this is going to be the best way for us to both provide quality content, but also to not spend hours and hours each week um, on one person's shoulders prepping. Uh, that being said, like Andrew said, we're kind of in a we're been in a bit of a transition phase or or construction. So um, this episode and possibly even the next one won't necessarily look like our final our final kind of like landing spot. Um, but yeah, just bear with us as we as we move forward. 
yeah we're we're hoping to have some fun names for our segments maybe some jingles maybe maybe oh, we'll get andrew to record us some jingles we'll be like a real podcast ha, we like, can hope i know <laughs> i know i love how we're, we're saying that our reasoning is for us to have less work it, it, in the yeah. long run it'll be less work yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. be a oh, lot yeah, of work yeah, yeah. at the beginning yeah. <laughs> it sounds like we're gonna yeah. be like this crazy production which it might be oh but we're gonna be it's gonna be great i'm excited i I don't want the jingles to be great. I want them to be like oh. super cheesy, oh, yeah. not great quality. Like, oh, perfect. Yeah. Like us, us just singing. Star really Wars segment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, like, that's all just I can like do, that. actually. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, kind of our, our, if you end up having any thoughts or ideas of, of specific kind of like genres or, or topics or, or styles of, of conversation that uh, you'd be interested in, in, in hearing, um, send, send them our way. Uh, DM us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, just call us directly if you know who we are. Um, well, don't don't call us. That's weird. Probably won't answer. We're millennials. Um, <laughs> I like yeah. I like phone calls. You can call me. Right, Dave has especially all notifications during, turned off. Especially <laughs> during work hours, you should call me because it's just lonely working from home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so so we obviously have some ideas for segments. So we're gonna kind of keep. Like, we've focused a lot on kind of more cerebral discussion of some topics. And so we're going to try to keep that. Um, yeah, every episode, if we can, we yeah. want to have some sort of, yeah, cerebral. That will be our, like, that's, that's what we enjoy yeah. of our episodes. Our, yeah. uh, and then we'll probably have, once in a while, maybe something like hot takes or some kind of debate around something. Um, yeah. But otherwise, we're kind of still brainstorming some different uh, segments. Um yeah, so we'll figure out what that looks like. Cool, Very excited. but it'll be it'll be a lot of fun, I think. Absolutely. Uh, so, unless anybody has anything else, uh, Dave, why don't you take us into our we... first cerebral station? Well, wow. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Can we just yeah, call here's it the here's the jingle. Are you guys are you guys yeah, ready? The jingle. Yeah. Ready? Cerebral. This is the cerebral part of the podcast. Yeah. I love How do you guys it. like that. You don't want, okay. you don't need to see my identification. <laughs> yeah, you just throw in a quote there, and it makes it Star Wars. Perfect, done. That's my, it. that's my one quote. Yeah, nice. That. Did... <laughs> These oh, are gosh. not the droids you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. We told uh, you to come. We told you come up with eight quotes, and you came up with one, and it's the most yeah. ridiculous. Oh yeah, but it's like eight words, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't true, need true. to <laughs> see my identification. Oh wait, that's like <laughs> yeah. thirteen syllables though. Okay, Dude, you almost have a haiku. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, oh, Dave, we have a haiku let's take it away. Segment? Can we, yeah, oh, can okay. we create oh, haikus? We're going to have a haiku segment. Star Wars quotes we're going to write Star Wars haikus. Haikus. Yeah. Okay. Ha- ha- okay. Why can't so, I say the word? Haiku. Star Wars haikus. <laughs> so so this, this kind of segment is going to be us just kind of, each of us have put together a list. We've compiled a list of our favorite Star Wars quotes. And this is kind of inspired by a podcast uh, that maybe all of us have listened to um, by Rob Bell. Some of you may not like him. Some of you may think he's great. Um, But he has a episode with Josh Radner, who is Ted Mosby in How I Met Your Mother. And they actually just spend like an hour talking about quotes. And it's it's just a really good episode. I really love quotes. Quotable quotes. Yeah. and so I, I very quickly came up uh, with a name uh, for this because I wanted to have some kind of rhyme. 
Uh, and so I called it our GOAT Star Wars quotes. And if you don't Ooh. know sports, GOAT stands for greatest of all time. Yeah. I like so that. So it rhymes. Our GOAT quotes. Our GOAT quotes. GOAT quotes. GOAT quotes. <laughs> GOAT quotes. Okay, so, so here's the jingle then. Are you ready? Goat quotes, yeah. goat quotes. Oh. <laughs> goat quotes, goat quotes, goat quotes, Star Wars. <laughs> Do or not, there is no try. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, These are not the goats you're looking the... for. <laughs> These are not the goats you're looking for. Uh, okay. Wow, this These is already going off the rails. New segments. No, I yeah. love it. I love it. This we should have a great. segment called Off the Rails. I mean, oh, yeah. We just I, talk about <laughs> Disneyland incidents. <laughs> but um, we get two, two beers in us before the, we start. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we don't have a specific structure for this segment, but we've all kind of compiled a list of our favorite Star Wars quotes, and maybe we'll just like go around and yeah. and kind of drop one at a time and then discuss it um and why it's important to us or meaningful to us and then maybe we can have like a broader discussion about it because i know some of these quotes are favorites of all of us some of them are like memes um so where's hello yeah. there who who wrote yeah. down hello there oh <laughs> uh, missed opportunity shoot yeah it's all right on our next jingle we'll, we'll add hello that, there <laughs> yeah that'll be our next quote in a jingle yeah hello there. um so how many you have eight quotes andrew I have eight quotes. How many quotes do you have, Mitch? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have seven as well. So maybe, Andrew, you should start because that way. Y- and I'll end with a banger. Yeah, you'll end with, oh, a banger. end with a banger. Yeah. All right. My first quote. I'll just go through my list, actually. Yeah. I, they're all bangers. Um, my first quote is from uh, a love of our, 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 our podcast, Ahsoka Tano. Mm. And this is uh, maybe I'll give context first. This is when Ahsoka is has been saved from the world between worlds. Uh, Ezra oh, yeah. has pulled her out, and as they're trying to make their way through the world between worlds, uh, Ezra sees Kanan be about to die. Uh, we should have put a spoiler warning on this. Everyone knows. Everyone <laughs> knows that they shouldn't listen to this. If says so the spoiler warning right after saying <laughs> yeah. after Kanan dies. No, well, you shouldn't be listening to this. You should know by now. Anyway, we'll put a spoiler warning somewhere in there. But Kanan dies. Uh, Ezra tries to pull him through the World Between Worlds to save him. Uh, First of all, that's not how the World Between Worlds works. So he can't do that. Second of all, Ahsoka says this. You can't save your master and I can't save mine. I'm asking you to let go. And I like that quote as in context. I like it because it's Ahsoka obviously being like a master to Ezra and a friend and like giving him the hard uh, truth that he needs to know. Yeah. Um, as well as outside, even like in, in a human outs- our world context, uh, the idea of like letting go, um, especially of the, of your loved ones. Uh, there's moments where you do need to let go your, of your loved ones. Um, right. Even daily, you need to hold your loved ones uh, close, but uh, you also need to hold them in a way that uh, you're not attached to them um, because attachments bring on suffering uh, as uh, Buddhism points out, um, which is this, this quote always, always reminds me of like George Lucas just being such a little hmm. spiritual man and loving the Buddhism and Hinduism and all the different isms. Uh, and I, I think, I feel like George Lucas would write this, like he would yeah. write this exact quote if oh, he yeah. wrote that episode. 
yeah i love it there's not much for me to add other than it's it's probably my favorite quote of all time and i didn't actually include it in my list because i knew somebody else would bring it up um (laughs) which is great yeah and i think it's also really powerful so last night uh i watched i started watching through the episodes with the brother and sister Mm -hmm. in clone wars um and um the part where they turn into these like griffins or or whatever and they kind of grab ahsoka and obi-wan and it's the the brother so the darkness that grabs ahsoka and anakin has to choose who to save and i thought it was really symbolic because like she was he was given ahsoka as like a you need to learn to let go of of (laughs) people in your life right like this is your weakness you get too attached to things and it creates a lot of emotional turmoil um and he couldn't let go of ahsoka and that was kind of like part of his turn to the dark side was like her letting go of him and her letting go of like the Jedi. Um, and now she's in a situation where she has to kind of like pass on that wisdom and be like, you have to learn to let go, right? Like it's the other way around. It's Padawan letting go of master, but she kind of sees right. that that thing in, in Ezra, right? Like you have to learn how to do this thing if you truly want to like evolve as a Jedi almost. So, hmm. Yeah. Love that. Ahsoka's I have arc a quote. is just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I have a quote that kind of like just fits into it. So I'm just going to jump in and throw it in there. Let's um, do it. Perfect. It's, it's another Ahsoka quote um, <laughs> that happens actually right before she is like, th- like brought in from Ezra or by Ezra into the world between worlds. Um, and it's when she's talking to, to Anakin not Vader talking to Anakin as they're fighting and the says, I won't leave you. Not this time. Mm. Oh, like, that get, like yeah. goosebumps. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. Just hearing Mitch yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sexy. Um, <laughs> hey, and you know, so, it. and I know it, you got, yeah. a, you got a voice for radio. Let's just say, Oh that. yeah, baby. And a um, face for radio. <laughs> not right now. dude. <laughs> I'm glad we're not recording these. It's my weekend now. Now that I have a job, it's like, I have my work clothes. Then I got my weekend yeah. clothes. Anyways, um, as soon as we start getting paid to do this, then I'll, it'll be work clothes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're a couple of years out from that. Um, yeah. Just I like this quote. It. I don't even really need to discuss it. It's just like the whole Ahsoka just, I don't know. I, I have this kind of struggle that I'm thinking about right now as we're recording that like who is the most wise character in Star Wars? Mm. Is it Ahsoka or is it Obi-Wan? Sounds like a hot take question there, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah that sounds a hot like a hot take, take question. question. And then as I was thinking that, um, I was like, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan are both incredibly wise characters. And their their closest link is Anakin, not a wise character. Um, <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I love I'll, that quote, though. I I'll think it's like, down. yes, you should. Uh, I love that quote. I love that whole scene. And we've talked about that scene endless times uh, yeah. on the pod already. But um, yeah, Ahsoka, she's she's learned so much from all of her failures and other people failing her. Uh, yeah, she's a very wise yeah. character. And pretty much any word that comes to her mouth is like very thought through and um, yep. very quotable. And yeah. well, one of my quotes is actually from the same sequence. So if you consider that <laughs> sequence, like yeah. like the yeah. the 
the world between worlds is like in a different season but it's essentially like this is all happening right. within probably like a minute for her right like yeah a minute or two she says like those two quotes um i really love when anakin darth vader um says oh something like revenge is not the way of the jedi right and she says i am no jedi and it's just like so like she's she's unattached from even that like identity like anakin's still operating in this way of seeing the world that's like sith jedi good bad yeah and she's kind of figured out this third way like i'm not that like yeah i've I've transcended that thing she's not disagreeing with him yeah but she's like that's like that doesn't apply to me right now. yeah i'm i'm above that dude yeah and and it's just like yeah again very symbolic of her character arc and like the wisdom that is her character yeah we're gonna like in the description of this podcast um i'm just gonna find the url for that episode through disney plus like if you have not watched that episode like you don't even really need to know necessarily what's going on but just like if you know ahsoka which if you've watched the mandalorian you at least know a little bit about her you've seen her you know who she may be um just watch it Watch those two episodes yeah. and then go back and finish the rest. It's of the also series. someone cut uh, just like her parts from that episode on YouTube and it's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's we should like just do a that sequence. Even. It's great. Yeah. Cool. Uh, right, I guess next? it's my turn. Back, then. To, uh, back yeah, to Andrew. Andrew, you're up. Okay. Uh, my next one is actually, it's, so it's a quote, but it's, I'll explain it first because it's not really a quote, but whatever. In Galaxy's Edge, the resistance characters, the cast members, they uh there's all these different things they say they say bright suns that's like the uh hello in in batu um rising moons is like the good night there's all these different things that like they say instead of our earth way of saying things right and one of the uh things they say and i believe they say it on the rise of the resistance ride as well which is cool but basically it's a call and answer of of the resistance at least that base there and hmm. the first person says ignite the spark and then the crowd says back light the fire um which is a reference to uh we are the spark that will i think poe dameron says we are the spark that will light the fire that will burn down the first order or something yeah. like that um which I, every time i hear the ignite the spark light the fire in disneyland i just get like goosebumps like it's just <laughs> That's awesome the i love best it. feeling ever uh, you feel like you're actually in it. <laughs> like there's these little shows that yeah. go on in in Galaxy's Edge where uh, this like resistance person comes out onto a stage and and they're just like pumping everybody up. Like we need to like, take down the first order, blah blah blah. And then at the end, yeah, they'll be like ignite the spark, and then everyone in the crowd is like light the fire, and it's just like oh, you feel like you're in it, and yeah, uh, it's the best. And it's Disneyland, so you're already just emotional AF, <laughs> right? <laughs> because oh, you're there. Yeah. Uh, and then you're just in it because you're in Galaxy's Edge and you're part of the story. And I don't know. It's just I love uh, stuff like that. I love being part of a story. So Galaxy's Edge is like right up my alley. But um, yeah, I don't know right. if you guys have anything to say about that. But <laughs> yeah, no, that's really that's cool. My... Like I I've, I've never been there. I haven't even heard this. And it's like, oh, that's really cool. Just like, I don't know, like that gets me stoked for the that that gives me hope for the star wars <laughs> fandom if i'm honest <laughs> right is that like still people can like like there are still good there's good in all of us 
Um, yeah, like when yeah. you're there, just like you don't even know the person beside you might be a fandom menace card holder. Like they might hate everything to do with Disney yeah. Star Wars, but they're there and they're being part of the story. And like you're with them and you're you're part of the crew. And it's kind of like a reminder, like yeah, hey, we're all together in this. Uh, there may be no a couple what. blue blue milks in, but yeah. Oh, I was blue. I was like five blue milks deep every day. Dude. So <laughs> that's like <laughs> seventy bucks. <laughs> Just kidding. I only ever had one, and it was delicious. Nice. Um, I'll, I'll. If we're, I let's let's stay on the hope train. Um, because that's yeah. kind of a hopeful quote. Oh yeah, and I've got a good hope quote too. Yeah. So I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna throw my next quote. Um, the second word is hope. It's like we coordinated this, guys. Oh yeah. Well, We're it's because so pr- Star Wars did. is all about hope. Yeah. Like we've had it. We, we've literally had an episode on this. It's not that well. Um. Anyways, Harrison Dula, um, Rebels. Not a, Harrison. A lot of my Ford. quotes are actually from. Yeah, I heard Harrison. Rebels. Harrison Ford. Um. Si- similar. Uh. They're both pilots. Anyways. Similar demeanor. Um. Yeah. Harrison Dula says, "Have hope. Hope that things can get better, and they will." It's just a very simple quote it's not it's not flashy it's not like to pump up a whole army but it's just like look like just hope this is what hope is this is what it does and this is where it could just like bring light into your life so me like that's i like that mine is kind of connected to that it's also very simple um i forget who it's from uh because i i didn't mark that down it's from light of the jedi so it's Mm. from Fairly new Star Wars content, uh, so it's probably good that I don't cover exactly what the context is, what's happening when it's right. said. Uh, but it's just hope is a choice. Yeah, and, and like, Ooh. yeah, like, like, like hope is a feeling, but it's also like something that we choose when we don't feel it, right? right. Like, yeah. like I, I remember, I think G.K. Chesterton, like, has a quote that's something like, "Hope only makes sense when it." makes the least amount of sense or something like that like like hope is a paradox like you most need hope when you have the least amount of hope hmm. right um, yeah it's something that if you have you don't need it yeah and when you don't have it <laughs> you kind of have to choose to believe that things can be different right that that there is right. hope and so i don't know that that like that just really stood out to me from that book it's very okay. nice very nice well I have another hope quote. <laughs> yeah, I hit it up with that hope quote, dude. Perfect. I saw, so, I saw it sitting there. Yeah. So uh, this is from uh, The Last Jedi. It's actually not. I, it might be in a book, actually, because when I looked it up, it was on Goodreads. But anyway, it's, uh, it is in The Last Jedi as well because uh, Haldo um, yeah. quotes Leia. So it's a right. she says it, but Leia said it first um, off screen, I guess. But it's. Hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you see it, you'll never make it through the night. Which is a very similar thing to what Dave was just saying. Like, it's, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's like not much to say more about it. It's a choice. Like you, you, and you need to believe in it. And it's also something that you have to believe in. Like it's not something you you'll, you can be certain about. Um, Right. You can't be certain about hope, but you can be. Uh, hopeful <laughs> and yeah. believe in the fact that there is hope if we ever do our episode on religion i feel like a lot of these quotes yeah will come back up again yeah like yeah. like in my in Biblical. my mind hope is like i think 
a lot of the time we identify hope as an emotion or a belief, like something that we think, a belief being like thoughts on repeat. And that's true. Like for me, I think hope is also just action. Right. Yeah. So like when we don't feel hope, even when our minds are giving up, still acting as if, right? Like there's there's a chance. Right. Yeah. There's still uh, some might say hope. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, you really know. brought it back there, Mitch. Dude, brought it back. <laughs> and you guys were straying away from hope. I had to bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, I guess that's me now. It's you. Um, let's pop away from hope a little bit. That's good. Um, just, just for a second. I think. Let me. Let me. I didn't. I. Uh, I've already done that one. Oh, let's bring. Uh, nope. Lord, we're re- we're reeling it back into hope. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with another Ahsoka quote. Uh, I literally thought about just doing Ahsoka quotes, um, but I thought yeah. that wouldn't be as exciting. Anyways, Doable. mine is actually from very. It's actually from the Clone Wars, uh, the TV series. And it's very early. I think it's in season one. Um, and basically, big bad Count Dooku is being a big bad boy. And he's like blowing up shit. Um, I mean, people. I mean, things. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Yikes. Yikes. Yes. Um, it's, it's Saturday. Saturday is for the boys. Um, I'm, I'm six blue milks in. Anyways. Um, and there was this disaster. Plo Koon, um, one of Ahsoka's like closest uh, Jedi friends. Um, is has been uh, th- thought of as dead from this disaster. And basically Ahsoka oh, yeah. says, wait, just because there hasn't been any survivors before doesn't mean there won't be any this time. And it's like this this tiny little, like just barely a Padawan has been a youngling and, and, and just became a Padawan is like, like, come on, like, what are we doing? Like, you can't just give yeah. up on hope. You can't give up on an entire like capital ship full of full of republic people just because like yeah like things aren't always going to be the exact same situation every time and it just like pushes this whole rescue effort and it pays off like Plo Koon is alive because of Ahsoka and I don't know exactly how it works but I think Plo Koon kind of like saved Ahsoka I think maybe like Plo Koon was the one who found Ahsoka and brought her to the temple oh, or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't yeah. really I, know the I whole think, thing there, but I think it was. It's yeah. like it's like kind of an eye for an eye situation, and right. in in a good way. I love that that points out uh, how how unhopeful the Jedi are yeah. during that time, um, and even like reading the Light of the Jedi, you kind of or not Light of the Jedi, but anything in the High Republic, you see them in their most hopeful going into their least hopeful and that's kind of yeah. entering into that prequel era um it also reminds me of a prequel quote from yoda this is not one of my quotes but it's gonna be very quick but truly wonderful the mind of a child is um mm-hmm. and it's like a child in that situation is going to be the one who's going to be the most hopeful and like sadly yeah that's that's the case especially for the jedi where they have lost all hope and they might not admit it um right but this youngling who is innocent but in a good way hasn't been corrupted by uh the the attachments and stuff that the jedi have um and they're suffering because of it mm-hmm. uh th- she's living out of like love and hope and right yeah yeah that was mine great do you do you have any more on hope andrew i know it's my turn but i have no <laughs> more on hope i i don't have any more s- explicitly okay. about hope <laughs> okay I, I think i'm out of hope as well okay well then I can transition away and uh, 
and Andrew and I kind of have a shared one, so maybe maybe I'll go there. Let's uh, do if it. that makes sense. Um, yeah. So, uh, one of my favorite Star Wars quotes, obviously, um, although it's more of a dialogue, uh, is Yoda and Luke uh, kind of at the burning tree in The Last Jedi. Just that whole conversation. Um, it sounded like a Bible story. <laughs> Yoda and <laughs> Luke at the burning at the tree. Burning tree. <laughs> It's in like the gospel of Yoda. <laughs> I mean, it, it made me, like, I was so tempted to say at Burning Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We're at that. the burning bush. Bring it yeah, back to right? biblical. The burning yeah. bush. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's, I'm sure they thought about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Like, it's got to be a reference to the burning bush yeah. for sure. But so anyway. Luke says, I can't be what she needs me to be, referring to Ray. Um, and Yoda says, heeded my words, not, did you? Pass on. <laughs> <laughs> Pass Can you on. do the voice? Can you do yeah. the voice, Dave? He <laughs> mm, did my words <laughs> not, did you? <laughs> I don't know if I can do the voice. Um, you don't have to. Pa- pass on what you have learned. Strength, mastery, but weakness, folly, failure also. Yes, failure most of all. The greatest teacher failure is Luke. We are what we they we are what they grow beyond. That is the true burden of all masters. And so I know Andrew, like, like like the line, the greatest teacher failure is. I also really love the line, Luke, we are what they grow beyond. Yeah. Yeah. I really like yeah, that as the that. true burden of all masters. Yeah. I mean, that whole dialogue. Yeah. That, like, it's just so... Uh, that, there's so many Yeah, layers. that whole dialogue is basically like the thesis for The Last Jedi. Like, yeah. I would say that that... Yeah. It's... It yeah. really that, and then there's a couple. I, I'll have a quote later on. That's another kind of thesis quote of the Last Jedi slash the entire saga. But that, yeah, that whole scene, like even people who don't necessarily love the Last Jedi, are always like, "Oh, that scene is like Star Wars." Like, oh yeah. That's when, like, whatever you think about Ryan Johnson, how he treated Star Wars, they people agree that like, okay, that's Star Wars. Like he did it in that scene. Um, and I would, I would think that, like, I mean, I, I love the whole movie. That scene is, like, my favorite scene in the entire movie. Um, right. It really takes it back to, it's very reminiscent of, like, Luke and Yoda's first conversation on Dagobah uh, when they're training. Um, it's very, I mean, it's obviously nostalgic <clears throat> yeah. getting them to talk again. Um, the fact that Yoda is a Muppet is the sickest thing ever, like... And notice how I said Muppet because he literally like it's Frank Oz doing his voice. He's a Muppet, not a puppet. So uh, it's just the best thing ever. Like they could have easily CGI'd uh, Yoda in and Ryan was like, nah, dude, we're doing the Muppet version of Yoda in a 2018 movie or 2017 or whatever. Um, It's very nice. But the greatest teacher failure is that's the quote that I had uh, from that segment. Um, Yeah. And I, yeah in context obviously in the star wars world it's like that's a like almost a thesis of its own <laughs> for the entirety yeah. of star wars um yeah. from anakin to obi-wan to ahsoka to luke to yoda to ray to kylo like everybody all the all the main heroes basically have learned from their failures um right and they they didn't actually learn they they learned from their masters maybe like street smarts and a bit of wisdom but they learned the the real life stuff from failure um yeah i mean and that yeah that's how obi-wan uh kills maul is by learning from qui yeah. failure 
and that's what yeah. i love it's true Oof, yeah it's yikesy, i mean true but it's true <laughs> it's true like he and that's a big that's a big point for obi-wan because he relied so much on qui-gon as a master right um learning that uh qui-gon didn't have it all yeah he, he let his guard down um and that's how he was he was ended basically right so uh but no i love yeah. yeah i love that quote um i think like it also shows it's a good payoff for ryan's choices with luke um i know that in our last episode we we won't, don't want to get into luke but <laughs> um just that whole like segment that whole block of text uh is just like a okay yeah. this is yeah. this is luke like this no matter what you think this like stuff. this is good yeah. Yeah. Well, and just the whole like he's gonna burn everything down, and then he doesn't because he's so attached to the meaning of it. And right. then Yoda's like, yeah, <laughs> love <Yeah>. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I Back have to attachments. A, yeah, yeah. I I have a good follow up quote to that. Um, these are just like connecting so well. It's a Yoda wow. quote. Um, and it's kind of like a gray Yoda quote because it's a good quote, but in the Ooh. context of of like who Yoda is and what he's doing at that moment. It, it's like he's not following himself um so it's from clone wars as he is sending obi-wan and anakin to go do a little little battle battle ski with with count dooku uh and he says mm, to answer power with power <laughs> i can't do it uh to answer power with power the jedi way this is not in this war referencing the clone war the da- a danger there is of losing who we are so it's a great quote to answer power like with that. power the jedi way this is not in this war a danger there is of losing who we are but also that's exactly what the jedi are doing in yeah. some way yeah you could argue that despite being aware of yep. that potential it had yep. already happened that's why i love this quote. yeah because <laughs> it's yeah. like it's so yeah it's like yoda's so aware but unaware yeah it's a very transcendent quote for yoda it's yeah like, I, re- I really like it wow it's beyond who he is yeah yeah yoda i mean there's a there's a wise yoda bot on twitter <laughs> it's like this like yoda quote twitter bot oh, that will right. just like spout out like twitter tweets of yoda and it's the best twitter because tweets. it's all just like twitter tweets of yoda's like quotes and yeah every time i see it i'm just like yoda frick yoda love me some yoda yeah love 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 me and hate me some love hate yoda love i think that takes us um, back to dave oh wow already yep holy crap okay um so okay yeah i'll do so i have another one kind of on attachment and um Kind of like, yeah, it's it's connected to attachment. It's also from Light of the Jedi. Um, I believe it's Bell Zedifar. So he's a Padawan mm. of, uh, I think, Loden Great Storm. Love I believe. all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I won't go into too much of the context. Uh, he's trying to learn how to uh, catch himself while falling as a, as a Jedi Padawan so to not hit the ground and die and uh at this point in time he's falling from like several thousand meters um towards a planet um and uh in his head the dialogue is uh, the wind was not his enemy nor gravity itself 
They were both part of the force, just as he was, just as the child was. He fought. If he fought them, he was fighting himself. He should try not to fight. He should try to understand. Hmm. And that, for me, just has a lot of meaning because, like, I, I understand, and I feel like I, I feel like I fight myself a lot. Like I fight my own thoughts and I fight my own emotions. And in a lot of ways, that's like attachment to the ego. That's attachment to certain people in life or certain ways that things are and um, even attachment to just like life itself Hmm. and it it results in you fighting yourself Um, and it's when he's able to finally let go of that fight against gravity that he's able to actually harness the force to control gravity um yeah so that was just a really meaningful quote to me i remember reading that and and i thought man this like 18 year old padawan is so wise yeah yeah when i read that too i was like i think that actually (laughs) might be one that i uh highlighted slash took a picture of and i was yeah gonna use for today and i'm glad that you said it because yeah it's a big yeah letting go another one of those quotes that i'm like george lucas would love this quote it's all about like letting go and um yeah not being attached to things yeah uh, it's very buddhist very buddhist yeah very yummy some might say yeah Mm. all right is uh andrew uh i'm i'm bringing you guys a quote from the prequel era here dude oh yes the rest of of my band from one of my favorite uh films uh a glorious romantic uh neo-noir um masterpiece Watch, Attack the Watchmen? Of the Clones. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, called Attack of the Clones. Uh, from our beautiful senator herself, Padme. Mm. And this is when she's talking to Anakin. And they're kind of... Uh, Anakin is upset that he's given into anger. And classic little boy just getting mad. And Padme says, very quick little quote. To be angry is to be human. And I think that's a big point for her even just in the entire prequel trilogy she's always giving these like great lessons for anakin and he just never listens <laughs> right like that quote right there like that could that could save the entire galaxy <laughs> for him to actually realize like it's okay to be angry um even though the the jedi say like anger like is all this like blah blah blah, yeah. blah but really it's it's okay to be angry like to be angry is to be human um and that's part of who we are uh, but it's it's the giving into anger and the attachments that uh, really that's that's the bad part of anger is the the actions you take afterwards, um, right? But to to feel angry and to uh, to just be living in it and to recognize that that's what is is what human it's to be human um, to mm-hmm. feel to be to exist. Yeah, I like that. Um, Padme. She just like, uh, I feel so bad for her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she tried so hard. Echo so far. That's Lost the next jingle. Uh, <laughs> little Lincoln Park baby. Um, I'm next, and I have one that that I mean it connects. They all connect. This is great. Um, my last three quotes are Obi Wan quotes or Obi Wan adjacent. So that's yeah, exciting. Good. Um, Love it. So to be angry is to be human but kind of like what you do with that 
can also define who you are. So this is a quote from Obi-Wan to Darth Maul in Rebels um, in the episode Twin Sons, which is an amazing episode. Yeah, Um, I was rattled when I watched it. Uh, So spoiler alert for this episode. Um, Darth, this is where Darth Maul dies for the for the third and final second and final time. But Obi-Wan says to him, if you define yourself by your power to take life, your desire to dominate, to possess, then you have nothing. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, I just kind of like sat with that this morning and it's it, it's just really, yeah, it's it's cool because it's like if you define yourself by the power to take life, like you're, if, if Darth Maul's whole thing was like being being an apprentice and then when he was cast away, then he was like dominating to like or desiring to dominate power in any way shape or form um and just keep like chasing that high yeah well and ruining sidious's plan with with anakin like yeah. that was a part of yeah. it too right yeah um and it's just like yeah. it's just a it's a beautiful like reminder um and there's almost like i need to watch that episode again because there's a kind of a beautiful redemption yeah for darth maul yeah kind of like right at the end yeah it kind of shows that like obi-wan actually loved maul like he had love yeah he had had respect and and compassion for his pain right oh yeah very um very quickly i saw this thing where um freddie prince jr who plays uh kanan talked about um that scene and uh you'll see that obi-wan takes three different stances he takes uh yeah i've seen this yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. where he takes like the first stance of like uh young obi-wan is like the stance where his two fingers are up for our audio listeners uh and then he does like the qui-gon yeah and then he does like the old man ben and that's like his transition into old man ben and like that's when i think that's even when he might even say that quote is right after that um um yeah and yeah just that like no matter their relationship maul and obi-wan like maul is obviously trying to get revenge for some re- it may not revenge is the best word but he's trying to kill him <laughs> yeah cut and he's like always out to get him and obi-wan oh, yeah. still is just like holds him in his arms in the last dying breaths and like loves him and yeah. gives yeah. him it's beautiful love. yeah beautiful gives him love all right dave uh, Give us I, love. I have another Obi-Wan quote, yep. although it's less, uh, maybe less meaningful, less <laughs> deep. Uh, just only the Sith deal in absolutes. Yeah. Like, there's so many layers. Our first t-shirt that we to, still haven't made. Yeah. Only the Jedi deal in absolutes. <laughs> only the Jedi deal in absolutes. Like, that is an absolute. Yeah. To say only it's the great... Sith deal in absolutes. And it's just like, for me, it's symbolic of the blindness of the Jedi. Yeah in that yeah. era exactly um, yeah hmm. yeah I, th- I think it's just really... such a clever line like I, yeah. I don't think it's like an oversight i think it's intentionally clever and witty and like undermines itself yeah yeah hmm. it's cool yeah the, they really thought that they were the the good guys oh yeah the pure the pure good couple guys couple quotes in this episode that even pushed towards yeah. that love it All um right. my next quote here is from the bendu nice uh, in yes. rebels nice good one and it's uh so many spoilers in this episode so i'm just apologize for listeners if you're still listening 
uh, Kanan Jarrus in that episode where we were talking about where Anakin and Ahsoka are fighting. Uh, Kanan gets smashed in the eyes and he goes blind. For the last two seasons of the show, he's blind. He goes to see the Bendu, who is this being that's kind of in the middle of the dark and the light. Uh, and the Bendu says, if you can see yourself, you will never be truly blind. Kanan Jarrus, mm. Jedi Knight. Um, and in context, obviously that's beautiful. Like he obviously is literally blind, but the Bendu is saying like, if you see yourself, if you know who you are, if you love yourself, um, then you, you'll be able to see, um, metaphorically, obviously. Uh, but then also in the our real world context, just that first little bit, if you can see yourself, you will never be truly blind. It's just a great reminder to, yeah, yeah, just to love yourself to focus on yourself, yourself. yeah yourself. and respect yourself respect yourself <laughs> respect yourself. Respect yourself. it's if you don't know yeah. there's a great street performer from new york, new york. yeah who uh who is the bendu if you if you've seen is if the, you've seen the soul embodiment of the bendu yeah. the guy with the with the pizza the twirling flag, sign i'm pretty like yeah there there there's based a lot of people who guy. think that he's based on yeah. this street performer from new york anyways i love that um, uh yeah that yeah. quote as soon as i heard it i was like oh that's a that's a lifelong quote right there i love it and the ben very is good just, one so that a is a good one like i saw that on your list and i was like oh dang that's a good good call i'm gonna continue uh the obi-wan train for the rest of my segments nice um <laughs> a great leap forward often requires first taking two steps back nice i don't know where it's from <laughs> I, yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's from Clone Wars. Yeah. I can't remember the specific context, but just I don't know. It's just a good. It just shows a continual kind of understanding of. It just shows Obi Wan's wisdom, and I just like his that. general. He's good. Great. Good demeanor. Um, and I will I will ruin that with my next quote. But we'll have. <laughs> okay. Perfect. <laughs> that's why I, that's why I added it. Um, I have another Kanan related quote, Andrew. Uh, my last two quotes are related to fear. Um, and so this is when Kanan, it's either in season one, I think it's in season one of Rebels where he is facing off with the Grand Inquisitor. Right at the end, I think. Right at the end. They're in like this um, like reactor drive room, whatever, the engine room. And um, Ezra comes in and the Inquisitor essentially dispatches Ezra Ezra falls down um and he lands on on a walkway kind of a, a level down but Kanan doesn't know this Kanan thinks that Ezra is dead um and says that was a mistake and the Grand Inquisitor kind of operating from this dark side mentality um and and really the way that he operates um asks why because you have no one left to die for you and Kanan says no because I have nothing left to fear. Um, and it, it kind of like inspires him to essentially almost detach, like, right, like reach that stage of detachment. And he becomes very creative. Um, he kind of unleashes himself fully on um, his opponent because he doesn't care anymore. Like, he doesn't, yeah. he's not worried about dying, he's not worried right. about protecting anyone. He's just able to fully like embrace right. his own greatness and power. And I just love that. Like I I know that I experience that sometimes. And when I do, it's like, wow, 
I mm. wish I could detach from everything all the time, right? Because you just feel so great. You're just yeah. able to like, it feels like you unlock a part of yourself. And so, yeah, like just that, that, that to me was really beautiful and, and really like, I think at that point Ezra was starting to, or maybe had just been doubting how attached Kanan was to him. Right. Whether or not Kanan wanted to find a different master for him. And it right. kind of showed how how meaningful Ezra was to Kanan. Cool. I love it. Yep. All right, we've got right. a couple more. Let's uh power through. Let's power through. We're going we go. long. This Good. is another Yoda quote. Uh it's Yoda to Luke, I believe, in episode five, Empire Strikes Back, but he also repeats it in Clone Wars at one point. Um, Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. And mm. that quote has always stuck out to me. Um, obviously, in context, it's it's beautiful because, like, the, the Force, it, it they, they are, like, beings, um, but the Force lives in everyone, and it makes everyone luminous and not just uh, crude matter. Um, especially as a dying 900 year old being he's he, it's it's kind of connects to the we are what we grow beyond too um, yeah we're, we're more than than this uh we are what we grow beyond we are luminous beings um but i also take that into like my my life um and just sometimes when you're feeling down on yourself and you're like oh, i'm just like an idiot like oh i suck like why can't i do this um just reminding yourself that like you are a luminous being like literally you are made out of stardust <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is like the coolest thing in the world um and that like even taking the luminous word there like we it's our job to illuminate this world um and to bring light to this world uh yeah and you have the a new choice books, light bring, of the jedi yeah like you have a choice to bring mm-hmm. darkness into the world or bring light into the world um and it's a it's in our innate beings to uh, bring light into the world uh right that's also a choice as we talked about before very nice uh my final quote is from uh obi-wan's bay i'm so excited his big oh his, yeah his big lover duchess satine cries Ooh. where she says she's a little she's a little feisty a little oh, bit of a feisty, feisty person yeah. and she's extremely feisty during this quote saying senators I presume you're acquainted with the collection of half-truths and hyperbole known as Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) (laughs) What a quote. Yeah. I just, I remember Uh, watching through that like a week ago. Oh, man. And she knows him best. She knows him best. Oh, she knows him. She knows his feet, dude. Oh, man. Oh, no. That's a biblical line, Line at his feet, baby. Uh, I presume you're acquainted with the collection of half-truths and hyperbole known as Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, fair. At that point. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, yeah. That's the Jedi. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, That's it for me. Yeah. Do you have any more left, Andrew? I have one more. Yeah. And it's from... uh, It's a banger. The Last Jedi. It's a banger. That's good. Okay. Um, Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading it. It's a good one. So mine is um, from, uh, it's from the Rise of Skywalker. It's also <laughs> it sticks out mainly because of the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being one of those people. Yeah, uh, I yeah, watched the I trailer think in again context last it, night. 
Yeah. I think in context it's different, but the trailer context yeah. is great. <laughs> trailer context is amazing. It's one of the reasons I rewatched the trailer over and over. Um, it was funny. I watched the trailer last night, and the top comment on YouTube uh, is, well, at least we'll always have this trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. I love it. I love that. Uh, what a what a good response. Yeah. Uh, All right. What's the right quote, there? Dave? And it's hope. Luke. Yeah. It's Luke Skywalker. Um, confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. Mm. Destiny. And uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just gets me fired up. Like it just reminds me that feeling fear is okay. Right, like I don't have to run. <laughs> I don't have to run from my fear. Yeah, as Mitch. Uh, I just put a cat face put, on the puzzle a cat beside face me. On the puzzle Sorry. beside him. But <laughs> yeah, for me, it's just it's like it was the first quote I thought of when we were doing this. Yeah, it just makes me feel luminous. Mm. Yeah, love it. <laughs> All right, okay. bring us home. Yeah. So I think personally that this quote is the thesis of star wars like and i think it's really powerful that it's said by not a skywalker not a resistance uh or rebel like commander but by a lowly mechanic Uh, and it's it's rose tico to finn uh, after he tries to very foolishly uh suicide bomb um and uh which wouldn't have worked anyway he would have just been obliterated anyway uh what what rose tico says after knocking him out of the way is uh that's how we're gonna win not fighting what we hate but saving what we love um and that's just another quote that i'm like that could be taken straight out of the original trilogy like that sounds like something that like leia would say in front of everybody you know like it's a it's it's a I i think it's a thesis for star wars like yeah it's 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 funny because star wars is called star wars but george lucas was very anti-war like because it's it's not our our our, our, to be luminous is not to be uh living in darkness which is fighting what we hate right um, but saving saving what we love um, and bringing more light into the world and the more love we can save the more light we can bring into this world so very nice I mean, star love or star peace just doesn't doesn't have the star same, love doesn't have the same yeah. range to it. But that should be our our uh, our jingle. jingle. You got to bring love. people in somehow. Everyone yeah. loves war for some reason, and then they just get kicked in the face by the fact that America. it's not actually about war. Yeah. All right. Okay. Those are our quotes. Those are our quotes. I am sure we will. We can revisit this quote segment if people oh, like yeah. it because quotes are 100%. amazing. There's so many. Um, but let's move into our third and final quick little segment. Uh, do we have a jingle? I don't know what it is. Um, consuming. What are we consuming? Hello there. What are we consuming? <laughs> uh, what books, what movies, what TV shows, what video games are you playing? Da, da, da. Related yeah. to Star Wars. Uh, Mitch, huh. what are you consuming right now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what am I consuming right now? So I finished Light of the Jedi, uh, the New High Republic book. Uh, very good. Um, as soon as Andrew finishes, I think we should have a, a little, maybe at the end of an episode, a little spoiler, mm, yeah. um, review. Let's do um, it. So get on that. Um, I'm going to have forgotten it all by then. I have to yeah, read it again. I'm, I'm, I'm about halfway through, uh, the Claudia Gray book, um, Into the Dark, which I nice. am, I'm loving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a, I'm a slow reader. 
because I just get bored, um, regardless of the book. Um, but I'm about halfway through and really enjoying it. Um, in addition, um, I have recently picked up the um, new Dr. Afra comic series. It started in uh, last year, 2000, 2020. <laughs> um, and uh, there's six issues. I have all of them and I'm about four or five issues in and really enjoying that. Um, it's really interesting. I mean, it's, if you don't know who Dr. Afra is, she's basically Indiana Jones. Um, but in star Wars, oh, um, yeah. and she's also, um, yeah, she's great. She's amazing. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. Uh, she's kind of like an anti-hero as well. Um, she's not like all that goodness. Um, she's kind of, I think a she's sometimes. also, oh, she's like, a I think she's also one of the first, uh, hero. She's one of the first LGBTQ like main oh, yeah. characters she in is, Star Wars. Which she is, is my cool. favorite LGBTQ canon character. Um, which I mean, there there isn't a lot, uh, and they probably <laughs> all come from Doctor Afra. <laughs> um, uh, but that that's that's really cool. It's, it's cool to see um, kind of that progression. Um, yeah. Other than that, I'm not watching anything right now. My wife and I are almost done Bob's Burgers again. Great show. Um, but yeah, as Star far as Star Wars concerned, right I'm just I'm just reading and I'm and I'm enjoying it. Uh, in addition to the new Light of the Jedi comic book, um, third issue is coming out in a couple Ooh, weeks here, it. I think. Yep. Dave, what do you got, Andrew? Oh, okay. Oh, go. yeah, yeah, you go. Sure, you go. sure. <laughs> uh, I'm so I I also read Light of the Jedi. Yep. Uh, I I powered through it. I am a very fast reader. I I read like half an hour each evening before bed. So. That facilitates a lot of reading. Um, I am not reading anything else right now. I am watching through Clone Wars completely for the first time. I've seen pretty good chunks of it, enough that I'm getting to a lot of episodes now that I've already seen mm. parts of or know what happens in the episode after it. Um, so I'm watching through Clone Wars. It's great. Um, and I'm about halfway through season three, so it's we're getting to the good stuff. Yeah. Um, it just nice. goes uphill. Yeah. Ahsoka's outfit has changed. That's how Ooh. you know, like, time is progressing. Yeah. Yeah. Outfit changes. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, Anakin's Anakin's outfit is getting darker. Uh, but, yeah, nothing nothing super fun. Uh, spending spending the rest of my time getting into Pokemon, uh, the, the card trading game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Of course. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> what about you okay uh so I'm about halfway through the light of the Jedi uh my reasoning for that is because I have two children now so it's hard to get time to read but uh just I'm read to them it. that's, that's true I should um I'm loving that uh kind of I'm also book. yeah <laughs> I'm reading the uh High Republic Marvel series like Mitch was saying loving that it's, it's giving some really good context to the High Republic um, I also read the uh, the High Republic Adventures first issue. Um, oh, it's great! I love that is, one. I, I, I didn't I, mention I, it. I I liked it just as much, if not better, than yeah. Marvel. Yeah, it's, it's a so really good. cool story. Um, yeah. It's a little bit more aimed to kids, but I mean, it's, it's Star Wars. It's freaking amazing. Uh, I am uh, one thing that the other two boys didn't mention uh, is the current Darth Vader run uh, Marvel comics mm. um it is about nine or ten issues deep already if you haven't started it out there and you want to get into a marvel comic it is 
honestly one of the best Star Wars comics I've read. Um, it is set between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and it's Vader going to find Padme's tomb, uh, and then all the stuff that happens before and after that. And this, it's a lot. It's very not action-packed and very relational and emotional. Mm, that's um, really cool. It's very. It's you see a different side of Vader, um, which, like we said in the past, Vader in the original trilogy kind of boring but you get his backstory you get all this like auxiliary stuff and you're like oh man this guy has seen some shit he's done some shit let's yeah it's great so i cannot recommend that enough uh and then i'm watching through rebels with my two and a half year old um nice time asher so Uh, good i'm kind of like in and he's just been watching it and like we just put it on for him but and i'm kind of like in and out but just seeing those scenes over again is great I, right i love it we also watched the first two of the prequel trilogy because so we figured those are like decent for kids and they he loved uh like the pod racing he kind of looks like young anakin and he thought he was young anakin oh. uh he kept like saying that, that's, oh, so that's nice. me that's Genius. me and i was like it's good that you want to be him then but maybe once once uh yeah. episode three yeah. comes around he's not a great person to look up to Dude. but uh yeah, so it's great. Darth Vader? I, not yet. He is Darth oh, Vader. Oh. Um, did you know, Dave? Did you know that Anakin becomes Darth Vader? Spoiler! What? Spoiler! Oh, frick! God. Sorry, sorry, <sighs> sorry. Yeah. Wait, which one of them is Luke's father? Obi Wan can uh, Okay. Maul. Yeah. <laughs> Ahsoka. Anyway. <laughs> oh, flat twist. Uh, yeah, well, that's it. I hope yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, enjoyed this kind of new ish this episode is is uh, crazy crazy new and exciting um but we're hoping that this kind of new new direction will help us to yeah just be able to kind of fit into our niche more specifically and um we hope you enjoy it i just want to laugh more that's yeah. my goal yeah i just want to fight with you guys more very nice. Dude, get Pokemon cards. We can fight all the time. Sweet Moses. This has <laughs> nothing to do with Star Wars. All right. Uh, if that's everything, then uh, we are the Yavin 3. Uh, my name is Mitch. I'm Dave. And I'm Andrew. And may the Force be with you. Doodles. Hello there. The music we use in our podcast is brought to you by the talented artist Closed on Sunday. Uh, check them out on Spotify or YouTube, anywhere you can find sick beats, or even on Instagram at Closed on Sunday with two Ys.